0: This podcast is dedicated to the memory of David Faraday, Betty Lou Jensen, Darlene Farron, Cecilia Shepard, and Paul Stein, and to Michael Mejot and Brian Hartnell. This is Zodiac Speaking, a classic Gunpoint Champion podcast. I'm your host, Chris Garcia. True crime was in a very strange place at the end of the 1970s and the early 1980s. It never really went away, but in many ways, what had been a true crime wave of the late 60s, early 70s, and certainly the big wave of the 1950s, had given way to more paranormal, particularly things like the Amityville Horror, of course, the classics on In Search Of. The Great Unsolved Mystery Book by James Purvis came out in 1978, and it is another compilation book of stories of mass murder a touch of the mafia marriage and death so on and so forth across a number of different areas but the fascinating one is actually the zodiac called zodiac the sign of death and it's a very very different approach than we had from just seven years before it's more salacious and while the california crime book definitely had a level of salaciousness to it not to this level a Decent example is, but this stark beauty went unnoticed by the young couple parked on lonely Lake Herman Road. David Faraday, 17, and Betty Lou Jensen, 16, were on their first date. Nervous and excited over the possibilities of romance, they only had eyes for each other. Suddenly, a lone figure approached the car. Crouching by the driver's window, the now visible man pulled out a 22 caliber pistol and aimed it at young David's head. A shot rang out, and then another, and then another. Inside the car, blood spurted from David's head. Across the seat, Betty Lou screamed. After a moment's hesitation, she yanked the door open and began to run frantically. But she was not fast enough, and five more bullets brought her to the ground. It was over in a minute. A young couple lay dead. The only clue to their murder, the nine shell casings, spread around the area. Very, very different, as it's not necessarily reportage, because, frankly, there are a lot of statements in there that could certainly be true, but weren't necessarily backed by facts. But at the same time, it is reporting a very, very true crime thing. If you released The Great Unsolved Mysteries today, with much of the same content, it would be seen as a relatively run-of-the-mill work, with a couple of exceptions. It's not, again, not particularly literary. The level of writer that has become interested in writing true crime has changed over the years to be more articulate, I guess, the way I would put it. And it's also not necessarily police-like. It's not just a cop recounting a story of their past or a lawyer. It's not uh, Vincent Bugliosi writing Helter Skelter. It's not that sort of idea. But there is this idea that it becomes a bigger idea. And the inclusion of Zodiac here, towards the front, you have to remember... It's in a section called mass murders and when you look at the other ones there the mad butcher of kingsbury run the axeman of new orleans the third story is zodiac and the fourth is jack the stripper that placement is so key because this was a point where the zodiac was at a nader it had been several years since the last real confirmed message it had been almost a decade since the crimes themselves It was not at the level that it would be even a few years later. By 1989, we started to see the pickup of true crime again. And part of that was, of course, unsolved mysteries. But one of the big things here is that this has a great appearance of the true crime world. And it's connecting these great big stories with Zodiac very early on. Zodiac had already ascended to a new level. And while we weren't seeing, I hate to use the word murder fandom, but yeah, kind of there, this murder fandom forming, we were seeing a interest in crime beginning to appear again. And it would increase throughout the 1980s, very much so. Part of that was the rise of the 24-hour news channels like CNN. Part of that was the great increase in zines which gave us things like murder can be fun definitely a true crime underground i guess would be the best way to put it but more importantly we were seeing coverage of the zodiac in popular culture through things like dirty harry the exorcist 2 all of these other things that were directly referencing zodiac and one of the reasons i began to look into zodiac seriously was because in 89 with the 20th anniversary 88 and 89, the 20th anniversary of Zodiac, the 100th anniversary of the Jack the Ripper murders. It was everywhere. But this is a very unique time capsule. And it doesn't seem to look deeply into the crimes as a, a thing that needs to be solved as much as it is what happened. It doesn't also doesn't look particularly deeply at the impact, which is something that I think a lot more true crime is doing nowadays. And I think that's a great thing. But this is a fascinating, fascinating book. Uh, Pick it up if you get a chance. And one of the things that I really recommend is look at it as if these were being read to you as true crime podcast episodes. And I think it really becomes apparent what it was trying to do.